Welcome to Introverts Own Your Voice. I'm Tom Marcoux. And I'm Johanna McLeod. Our topic today is pitch well and gain funding. We're also going to cover details about how you can pitch and get a client. The idea is that pitching or expressing what's necessary so that someone gets excited about what you offer and they say, yes, I want that. There's a lot of similarities between pitching to get an investor to invest in what you're doing or to get someone to buy what you're offering, your service, your product, that kind of thing. Now, Joanna, when has somebody trying to pitch you or sell something to you, when have they failed? Well, there's tons of robocalls that ah. drive me nuts. That's an excellent point. For doing a good pitch, you cannot sound anywhere near like a robocall. What I mean is you can't be doing any cliches. I'll give you an example. At one point, it was pushed a lot to say in a conversation with a prospective client to say, oh, tell me what keeps you up late at night. And so everybody was doing it. And now everybody does it too much. And recently, there are a number of people who are complaining, saying that everybody who's trying to sell me something says, tell me about what keeps you up late at night. So that's almost like a like robocall because mm -hmm. it's like every salesperson is now being like a robot using that phrase. Mm -hmm. It's way better to actually refer to something that the client said and said, you mentioned A and B, and I'm wondering how those two things might be causing you difficulty with the one, two, three process. Oh. So it's very specific to the person. You're not using a generic method mm -hmm. or question. Mm -hmm. Now the big thing when doing a pitch is that you want to be ready for things to not work out. Like maybe if you're right in the middle of a pitch, if you were in front of an audience mm -hmm. and you're speaking and you get stuck, this is the thing. An extrovert can wing it and just work their way around. Basically for an introvert to look smooth and comfortable and keep the audience comfortable, you really need to pre-plan how to recover. Mm -hmm. So when I teach pitch with extreme confidence, a number of workshops I've done, including for Stanford entrepreneurs and Silicon Valley founders, mm -hmm. that group. When I do a workshop, Pitch with Extreme Confidence, what I note is that we need to have recovery methods. Mm -hmm. The reason is having recovery methods helps us get nervousness out of the equation as much oh. as possible. A recovery method could be something like, if you're in the pitch and you're speaking to the audience and you get stuck, Mm -hmm. You can say, for example, at this moment, I want to emphasize and then fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Now, you may have said something already, like you may have said that one of the very important things about this new product is that it builds on the AB technology. Mm -hmm. So when you say, at this moment, I want to emphasize, and you go back and say what I just said mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. it doesn't look like you got stuck. Oh. It just looks like you just want to emphasize a thing. Clever. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. The other thing that's really great about having recovery methods like that is that you don't take yourself too seriously. We want you to be effective about the material, but you don't want to come across as nervous or too self-focused. Mm -hmm. For example, I was working with a client just recently. We're on the phone and I am ad-libbing and using Google Docs. I'm using the voice typing tool which means that it's capturing what I say because I'm writing some new copy, some new material for this client. And so I say thinking and it types 
thin hair. <laughs> hey, I just want you to capture my words, not give me a critique. <laughs> and so I told my client this. Mm -hmm. And this is my point. I was able to not take myself seriously. And at the same time, I was also able to warm up my relationship mm -hmm. with the client mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by just poking a little fun at, you know, the journey that I'm on. Uh-huh. What I want to really share right now, what introverts do really well, is to think things through. So what I want to really share right now is here's something to think it through for any kind of pitch. I have four things that I emphasize. Recently, I was a pitch judge. Right after someone would give a pitch to the audience, then I was one of four judges who would then give an instant review. And I said, I'm looking for four things. And I call it B-E-C-C. So B is for the big idea. E is engage with a story. First C is credible. And the final C is compelling. Tom, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Name one thing that messes up introverts when they're doing a pitch. Not being ready to get stuck. Not being mm. ready to recover. That is important. Because we can't, as introverts, rely on the extrovert tendency to wing it and try things and actually feel very comfortable winging it and trying things out. We want you to have a number of things ready to go. Here's another technique I've used in a speech where I got stuck. Mm -hmm. At one point at IBM, I said, I'll need to pause for a moment. My brain needs more RAM. <laughs> and that was perfect for IBM. Mm -hmm. Random access memory joke. Yes, I can see that. Perfect for IBM. But the thing is, I wasn't concerned. You see, if you look concerned, if you get stuck and you don't say anything, and that's another concern for introverts too, mm -hmm. is that introverts like to think it through, but they also probably would like to memorize a script. Mm -hmm. If you memorize a script word for word, it's like back in high school when you memorized part of a poem or something mm -hmm. and you get stuck and then you have to go back to the front of that paragraph. Mm -hmm. It's really awkward. Yes. So it's more important to be able to have recovery methods. It's more important to be able to have the main points, but not memorize it word for word because it will sound canned. Mm -hmm. It'll be too mechanical. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to that stuff about B-E-C-C. -C. This mm -hmm. is for the pitch. So the first one, B, was for big idea. And I break that down. I'm, I'm here in Silicon Valley, California. Big idea for investors over here is unfair advantage disruption, and big profits. You see, if you have an idea that can accomplish that, provide that unfair advantage, meaning that you're not just incrementally doing something to the marketplace, you're actually getting in there and doing something so great that competitors will go, oh, I, I got nothing, <laughs> which is a phrase that stand-up comedians use when they're improvising mm -hmm. or something and they, yes. and they hit a wall, they just go, I got nothing. And so the, you want the unfair advantage. That's what investors want to hear. Mm -hmm. They also want to hear disruption. Now, when I talk about disruption, I was giving a class to MBA students on authentic leadership communication. And I was teaching them about disruption. Mm -hmm. And the example I used was Uber. Now, I used to, in San Francisco, call the night before for a cab. Mm -hmm. But the point is, I never knew early in the morning before I get on a plane, is that cab going to really get here on time? Mm -hmm. But with Uber, you can know where your ride is uh -huh. on its way to you. You can look on the screen there. That's massive disruption. But what is disruption when it's working well? 
speed and convenience. That's all part of the big idea. If you can do something with more speed and more convenience for your client, they want it. Mm -hmm. They may have never seen that opportunity. That's mm -hmm. why it's disruptive. But when they can see it, it gives them more speed and convenience and feeling of safety, mm -hmm. they want it. And then finally, big profits. Venture capitalists, and as I was having a breakfast with a particular venture capitalist, two things were in the conversation. One thing is that certainly the big profits idea is very important. But the other thing that this venture capitalist told me was a lot of people when they pitch, they're not ready for the questions. Oh. In fact, he said, he said, oh, they're all ready to give a speech, but they're not ready for dialogue, uh -huh. a conversation. I so see. going back to your question about what's a big problem for introverts is be ready for the conversation. Mm -hmm. Now we go back to the BECC. So the second part was E is engage with a story. It used to be that people would be worried about opening their pitch with a story and it could be useful, but the investors are sitting there going, what's the big idea? Mm -hmm. Not like the old cartoons. Hey, what's the big idea? <laughs> no, no, actually, it's really, what is this great thing that you're bringing to us? Otherwise, we're bored. Mm -hmm. We don't care. Tell me why I should care. Mm. Why are you telling me the story? Get straight to the point and tell me what the big idea is. You can say, so we're going to do the XY thing, which is going to disrupt the such and such industry. Let me tell you, for example, how this works. Then you can go into the story. Would you start with presenting the problem? Do you have X, Y problem and it causes such and such and such and such and such and such? Well, this will fix your whatever. You always have to be very, very aware of who is the audience. Mm -hmm. When pitching to investors, the investors are the audience. Mm -hmm. And so I've actually had to coach clients about they got it mixed up. They were giving the opening of their pitch mm -hmm. as if they were talking to the consumer. But that's Very not who they're talking to. They're talking to the investors. So this is another thing that introverts are good at, thinking it through. Think it through about what does your audience want and mm -hmm. ask yourself these questions. Mm -hmm. What catches their attention? Mm -hmm. What are they concerned about? And of course, what we were talking about, what is the big idea? Uh -huh. So yeah. then we talk about engage with a story, that's E. And then C is credible and compelling. I am just stunned how often people will give a pitch, make the mistake of saying, yes, well, we've been in business for 20 years and we did this and we did that. And, and it's all autobiography. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not the big idea, mm -hmm. not the compelling story. So the credible stuff happens maybe two minutes later. You don't open with the, well, I did this project and I did that project. And we just go, oh, geez, just tell us why we are here. What is your great and big idea. Yes. And then compelling. That's the final C mm -hmm. of B-E-C-C. -C. Compelling. If it's not compelling, if you don't have our attention, if you haven't captured our attention, we feel we're in the hands of an amateur, which means your pitch is failing. We need you to come across as very effective mm -hmm. and as someone who really is trustworthy because you've prepared so well. One of my phrases is, being prepared for the worst mm -hmm. often gets you the best. Oh. I'll share that again. Being prepared for the worst often gets you the best. One of the things is because if you do prepare with recovery methods, and I've shared a couple earlier in this conversation, if you do prepare with recovery methods, then you feel more confident. Mm -hmm. You feel stronger, more centered, more calm. Mm -hmm. And that helps you come across as credible and trustworthy. Tom, I have one more question. Mm -hmm. 
Name three things introverts can do to improve their pitches. Well, that ties into what I work on with my clients all the time. Words, strategy, rehearsal. We need your words. Mm -hmm. So if somebody just hired somebody else to write a pitch for them, mm -hmm. not good enough because there could even be certain words that don't come out of your mouth easily. Mm -hmm. I've worked with clients from different countries and some of them get all caught up with the word result. Mm -hmm. They have a problem with that word. So I say outcome. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I have them also learn to look at people's faces and if someone doesn't understand their accent, let's say they had difficulty with the word result and they mispronounce result. They can easily just look at people's faces and go, oh, you know, outcome. Mm -hmm. And then, therefore, they will be in a good situation and they won't lose the audience. Mm -hmm. So words, strategy, always in these broadcasts sharing different elements of strategy. Mm -hmm. I share patterns. Then we can put your words into the pattern. Oh. And then finally rehearsal. We don't know what works until you actually say it out loud. Mm -hmm. I was really stunned. Part of my background is as a feature film director, as an actor, as a trained director and as an actor. And the thing is, so many people would walk around and they would just be reading their script. Mm -hmm. They've got to say it out loud. They don't yeah. know how the words might trip them up. Mm -hmm. They might even need to ask the director, you think I might be able to switch out outcome instead of result? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So these are important things that people need to focus on. Words, strategy, rehearsal. So as we come to a close, I'm interested, Brianna, what are you going to take with you from our conversation? Well, I like the B-E-C-C -C process. Excellent. So I'll just say it again. Big idea, engage with story, credible, compelling. We'd like to share that we have an online class called The Introvert's Formula to Get Clients. The next class with some space still available is in January 2019. So if you want to pre-enroll, you can go to getthebigyes.com and click on the contact and send us a message. Once again, that's getthebigyes.com. We're glad that you heard this broadcast and we invite you to click to subscribe. And then you'll be supporting me and Joanna and our message. And so now remember, introverts can show their best self with strategy. I'm Johanna McLeod. I'm Tom Marcoux. Thank you. Be well. Bye.